Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Good morning, and wow, what a week already. Jay Leno, Les Brown, there was another person I can't remember. Grant Cardone. Thank you, Grant Cardone, yeah.
Absolutely. So like just a big week for interviews this week. And, you know, one of the things that I'm excited about is this is this partnership we have with our friends uh, at the Winners Club. I mean, look at the people we have in the room right now. And I mean, Lucien, Marvin, Paul, thank you so much for coming over. Uh, I hope I don't disappoint this morning. And I feel like there's a lot of pressure and perhaps I should just do one of my regular welcome wagon rooms, but I do have something prepared. And um, yeah, so we've been doing a, uh, the last couple of days, we've been going over to breakfast with winners, uh, you know, really early. If you get up early, it's a great way to, to, to get some really good perspectives. Uh, Marvin is over there and, and uh, he's a regular here uh, if he's over there. Um, and it's just great to hear uh, and, and not have to worry about the stage, uh, like a really professional put together uh, group that that provides tremendous value to the audience i mean from everything from beiju uh talking to people about my is beiju here i thought i saw him actually so i didn't want to not call on him if he was here but beiju given mindset and uh everybody else just pouring in on marketing and things like that you know just just an amazing amazing room and i definitely uh i, I jump in there whenever i can and i love to listen and luckily they let me up on stage once in a while too so um with that said I just wanted to say uh, good morning to everybody. This is Breakfast with Champions. And in this segment of Breakfast with Champions, um, we're going to talk about the meaning that we assign to things and how changing our perspective on those things can change everything. My name is Sean Shapiro. I'm a chiropractor from Portsmouth, New Hampshire. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. This quote is most notably credited to Wayne Dyer because he used it in the book, The Power of Intention. But I traced it back for the past two weeks, and I found many references to it over the last couple hundred years. And it's really true. Your ability to see the inherent beauty in everything, to bring out a masterpiece from the mess, means everything to you and your ability to level up in this world. I'll give you an example. Hundreds of masons and artisans walked by the stone that housed Dave, David, the statue in Florence. The rock itself called the giant. And it was owned for many years by the city of Florence. Projects were started on it on and off for 20 years. And it wasn't until Michelangelo looked at it, saw David in it, that, and he did something that none of the other geniuses of Florence, including Mark, uh, Leonardo da Vinci, um, a couple others that I can't remember at the moment, but he, he looked at it differently. He persisted. And in four years, we have had a statue that has lasted as the, as the ultimate for over 500 years. When we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. This philosophy of perspective will change your life and transform it instantly. You can't be too open to see new angles to the, to the things you see every day. New light, new environmental factors, bring in new shadows and new shimmer. But unless you notice the change, then the things in your life remain the same. Your life is literally what you tell yourself you are and what you and what you what your life is about is all about the labels we use to classify the things and the people in our life. And these are just shortcuts. In my mind and I've expressed it before here, there are lies that we tell ourselves because our human brains, dumb monkey brains and conscious mind have an inability to comprehend the full greatness of the universe that we live in. A few weeks back, I came home from a trip from Charlotte, North Carolina and my daughter Maddie, who's nine, wanted to participate in what our town called a fun run. 
It's on Sunday afternoons, which is a football afternoon. It was a race. <laughs> that wasn't what's, that's not what's important. It was a race that kids had against kids in their own age. And they, in her age group, they ran a mile. And they were to be timed, but the overall tone of the event was to be support and encouragement to get kids out and running. So this is what we did. We went to Tuckfield Complex here in Hampton and got, got, got her set up for the race. There was no hesitation on my part because anything physical my nine-year-old type 1 diabetic wants to do, I make sure she does. I had never heard her show any interest in running before. In fact, just the opposite. But I was excited to see what would happen. When I drop hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Off my suitcase and we went and Maddie, you know, Maddie's done well in a few sports and she's participated in soccer and softball. And she's really one of the better players uh, in both sports, but she's not fast. She's not a fast runner. The race started and I was hopeful she would do well. But as the race progressed, it was obvious that Maddie was literally the worst runner there. The gap after a quarter mile was so great. I thought she would quit at just the sight of the distance between her and the other kids. At a third of the mile, I saw her for the second time slow down and start holding her right side where her insulin pump was. By the time she made it to the half mile mark right back where I was, she looked at me and she said she wanted to quit. This is not news that I will receive well. <laughs> and I told her we signed up for the race and that she would finish it and that I would do the rest of the race with her. And we walked and ran for a couple hundred yards together. And she talked about the distance between her and the other kids, her cramp where her insulin pumps and how hard it was. I listened. I was empathetic, but I told her she didn't have to come back next week, but she had to finish this race because she said she would. She got a little mad. And she told me to go sit down with the other parents. And I did as I was told and I went back and I tried to stay out of it. She finished dead last with a time of 9.49. But in the last part of the run, last 50 yards or so, something happened. She sprinted toward the end and there was a look on her face of accomplishment and strength that I didn't expect to see after such a horrible performance, right? Much to my surprise later that night, she talked about the race and she told me she wanted to do the entire series every Sunday afternoon at 4 p.m. Again, it's football season, but I did it. I said, okay, we're in. I fully expected her to improve though, told her that, and but I also wanted her to enjoy herself. So I didn't put a lot of pressure on her because I knew we were starting from behind. We went every Sunday and a funny thing happened. <laughs> every week, her time got worse. Every Sunday, it got worse. She did not improve and she still did the race her way. She still, uh, she still slowed down when she had to. She still stopped and held where her pump was if it was on her stomach that week. I sat and watched her struggle. I was told many times to continue to sit and watch her struggle and not to get up and not to run with her and not do all these things by her. Okay. And oftentimes at the end of the race, the people who had already finished would, uh, would, would go back and start running with her. And they were very encouraging and such. 
Back in May, Brian Hess, the previous occupant of this segment spot that I'm currently holding in Gravely, did a talk about participation trophies and the society that's being created because of it and talked about whether it was good or bad. I had always come down on the side of bad. I thought there were winners and losers. Winners got trophies and medals. Losers tried harder next time. I had made my kids openly aware of this as nicely as I could over the years, gently throwing out the trophies after a couple of days and explaining that the meaning of the trophies was not something I could see them using as an accomplishment. On the day of Maddie's last race, there was a big football game between the Patriots and Cowboys that started at 425, and her race was set to start at 430. So I was already itching to get the heck out of there, I'll be honest with you, and watch the game with my friends. But at the end of the race, Maddie got a medal for her participation. All the kids stayed on the field and played and wore their medals. And as we walked back to my truck, she held up the medal in front of her face and looked at me and asked if she should throw it out now because all the kids had got one. It took me zero seconds. I said, F no. I literally said it to her. <laughs> she had earned that medal because regardless of how she finished, she went back every week and she let other people watch her struggle and she persevered without exception. In my mind, that made her a champion. And sometimes just showing up is worthy of medal. Because when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change, right, Joy Farley? For myself, I find myself always trying to gain new perspective on things. I do what I can to keep my opinions in my mind fresh. I find that I can be very transactional sometimes. And I keep myself that might expand me spiritually because I doesn't add up, it doesn't add up in the dollars and cents category. Scott Simons always talks about the ROI of going to events and doing things intentionally to move your family and your wealth forward and all of that. I got to be honest, when I found out some of my friends on Clubhouse were unable to attend this event in Kentucky, I decided I would support by gifting out some tickets, but I would not go. It was in Lexington, Kentucky. That's never a direct flight. I hadn't worn a suit in years. I I would have to take days off from work and disrupt my patient's treatment plans. My staff might lose hours and all the things. I saw the conference as an expense. But last Thursday, when Tamara gave away one of my donated tickets and told, told people it was me, the person that she gave it to thanked me. And in that moment, all of a sudden, my view of what the conference was all about changed. Before that moment, it was an expense. But I realized there was another way to look at it. And it transformed from something that was a hassle and expense to a gift that I was able to receive. There's a moment where we have to take the ROI out in more than dollars and cents. There are moments that are worth the squeeze because they are moments that can impact your world. I pulled over to the side. I, I got a DM from Sarah and she goes, does that mean you're not going? And, you know, she's going to be busy and doesn't need me there. I'm not helping with anything and I'm not part of it. But I pulled over to the side of the road. It was raining. I booked my flight for three times the price it would have been if I had just done it two days before. Whatever. Yeah. And, and I bought a VIP ticket, and I got the best home hotel room I could get because it was all, everything was sold out. 
and I, you know, I don't get anything to say any of this, and I, I wouldn't take any money if anybody offered it to me or 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 a free ticket or anything like that. That's not what this is about. I believe in the mission of breathworks champions. I also believe that my ROI will be the connections that I make, the necks that I hug, and the chance to make fun of Scott Simon's Miami Dolphins in person. Whether it's a participation trophy or someone telling you just to grow for God's sake or a big hunk of marble that nobody knows what the hell to do with, changing how you look at things may change everything for you, for your family, and sometimes it'll change everything for the world. My question to stage this morning with the time that we have left before Glenn cuts us off is what are you looking at in your life that if you just change the angle slightly, if you look from higher ground, if you shine more light on it, what would transform in front of you and show you your David, your participation medal, your ability to grow for God's sake? I'm interested in your shares. Thank you. Wow, Dr. Sean, this is Ramon. That was so beautiful, my brother. Wow, I can't wait to hug your neck. Wow. Thank you, Ramon. I Thank you, Dr. Sean. Amazing. This is GI. I do have a thought. If um, I don't know if there's a cue. You are the beginning of the cue, please. What? Uh, I mean, you know what? I it, This resonated so strongly with me because um, I have um, loved this room from the first time I, um, I, I entered it, the spirit of excellence. The, the level of thought, um, the the generosity, um, and uh, you know you're you know I always say when you give, uh, you get the most, and and I think your story about the ticket uh, said so. But I'm so glad, and looking forward to uh, to seeing you. But the point is, I have bought my ticket, my flight to um, New York. And at the last minute, I, I talked with someone, and it's irrelevant of who it is, but they decided not to go. They discouraged me from going, and I have regretted that moment ever since. So, you know, I, I resonate with you, but I'm glad that you are deciding to press through. Those of you who don't have the Breakfast with Champions, what I call trifecta, I got the VIP, I got the virtual, and I bought the recordings. Get in there, get in there. This is a blessing you don't want to miss. It is an opportunity you don't want to miss, and I'm making sure I'm not going to miss it in any way or form, and I hope you won't either be there. I look forward to hugging your neck. I'll, I'm the blonde that will be wearing camouflage green of some sort, and I'm looking forward to meeting these amazing people and, that I've had the opportunity to engage with and hear from and those that I haven't. This is GI God Inspired, and I'm so looking forward to the conference. Thank you, GI. Thank you, GI. I see Sarah flashing, so I'm gonna I'm gonna defer to her, and then I'll start making a cue. Oh, thank you, Dr. Sean. I can't believe I made you pull over and buy a ticket. I know it's only 5:22 a.m. That's the nicest thing anyone said to me today. Wow, 
I'm so excited. Um, if anyone else needs me to text them and guilt them into pulling over and buy a ticket, you just let me know in the DMs because I'm here for that. Um, Fair. <laughs> but um, Dr. Sean, so to your question of, you know, what could change if we looked at it differently? I just want to say that I think that that is such a powerful question and no wonder this segment was so powerful because I think whenever we challenge a traditional notion, like you just hit the nail on the head, it absolutely, um, how we see things affects um, everything, that mindset. And I just am so grateful um, for your share this morning. I'll be candid. I don't know what that exact answer is for me. It's something I'm going to think on, but um, I love that segment, and I'm so excited to see you and all of you in Kentucky. I'm done speaking. Thank you, Sarah. So let's get some mic flashes, and I'm not going to um, – Scott, go ahead. I know I know what's coming. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, Dr. Sean, what a uh, powerful, powerful message. Um, you know, the, the, the story that you told about your daughter, the perspective that you shared this morning is a perspective that I often don't – don't think about and uh from a you know beleaguered dolphins fan to a patriots <laughs> fan and now i'm able to see you in kentucky uh, you made me just look so much more forward to a trip that i was already looking forward to and uh that was an amazing amazing share i just want to say thank you thank you you gave me my first opportunity here sir thank you well, it's an honor. It's true, truly an honor and a powerful message. And uh, you're, you are one of our unsung heroes here with Breakfast of Champions. And don't you think we don't see it and we don't know it? And uh, you're such such a awesome human being and servant. And I know you're uncomfortable with me saying that. So yeah, let's, go ahead let's and move on. Let's move on. Let's, let's, move, let's, let's, let's move on. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. I appreciate you too, sir. Okay, who's next? Who's got something to share? Tamara, please. Hey, so I truly did accidentally say your name last week, but I am so glad that I did, and I'm so glad that you were able to connect and hear the heart. You know, I think that's the biggest thing is people have this idea of that expense versus investment, expense versus gift is even better. And so thank you for sharing from that lens. Um, in fact, Dr. Rowe, who is on stage, has more gifts to give as a sponsor to three virtual tickets. And so we would love, Sarah, you're like the masterful mind of creating the, the giveaway opportunity. How should these people claim these three gifts from Dr. Rowe? Oh my goodness. I kind of want to ask Dr. Rowe. Dr. Rowe, is there something that you would like to see for the people who are looking for virtual tickets? They want you to, do you want them to tag you? Is there something you'd like them to share? It's all about the marketing, Sarah. So whatever Breakfast with Champions want to do, I, I think they should maybe um, tag Breakfast with Champions page so that their friends can see it and then have you, Glenn or Tamara, pick out who those individuals are. Okay. Well, we've had people share for the past few contests why they want to grow, go to um, grow your business for God's sake. So this time, Tamara, how about if we had someone share something that they've um, learned or um, gained from Breakfast with Champions or something that they're hoping to learn at the conference and tag Tamara and Glenn and Dr. Rowe and Breakfast with Champions Club. Just share anything about this community of superhumans and why you hope people will grow together with you, as was the title of the room yesterday, why you want this virtual ticket, 
uh, and why others should know about about the conference. What do you think, Tamara? I think it's awesome. I love it. So you're tagging four people. You're tagging myself, Glenn, Dr. Rowe, and Breakfast of Champions, and you're sharing something you've learned or something you hope to learn either through Breakfast of Champions or at the Grow for God conference this weekend. I love it so much, Dr. Sean. Thank you for this segment. Thank you for your heart. And just I love your pace. I, I think that's something I really honor about you is the fact that you show up um, candidly, but you show up in a pace that is unmatched, I think, by a lot of us, myself included. And so I really appreciate that about you. Thank you for this morning. Thank you, Dr. Rowe, for your contribution. You're yeah, welcome. All glory awesome. to God. That's, a, that's awesome, Dr. Rowe. Thank you. So who else has something to share? Before we have, Glenn, we have a couple minutes left. Let's try to keep them brief so more people. Oh, Joy Farley, I want to hear from you. One more thing, please. I couldn't leave you hanging. As you shared that story about Maddie, I thought so much about my own life and how running is really hard for me, too. And every single time I lace up my sneakers and I hit the pavement, I'm just like, I don't need a participation trophy. I don't have to be the fastest like I used to be. And that's the meaning that I typically assign to when I go for a run is, gosh, I'm not as fast as I used to be. My arthritis literally like makes me cringe some days of like, I don't even know how I'm going to walk today, but I freaking showed up. And, you know, just like Maddie with her insulin pump, it's like, hey, I'm not like everybody else. It's okay. And it just made me smile because I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's so many times that I don't want to show up. I might be dead last. But the intention of saying, you know what, I'm not as whole in my mind as I used to be, but I'm freaking proud of myself for showing up and making it happen. So send her my love. And sometimes it's not about the trophy. It is about the heart behind it. And that really touched me in a lot of ways, because when you assign, like you said, the meaning to things is, you know, I'm not like I used to be, but I'm here now and I'm using what I have in my hand to absolutely still win. So amazing segment, Sean. Thank you, Joy. Appreciate that. We have a little time left. Does anybody else want to share? I have a Lucienne, couple. please, and then Dora Marie. We have time. Hi, Sean. Thank you so much. It's great to be here from the other side of the pond and great story. And as you were sharing it, I was reminded of um, many years that I spent working in education and that that wonderful last day where it's sports day and everybody rallies around and everyone's picked their teams. And you've got you've got people who have to take part who don't want to take part. And it reminded me, Sean, of the incredible human nature that we have to support others because whenever there was somebody who was running the race and they were coming in last and they we would all know that they were doing it to pick up the points for their house or for their team they didn't want to do it they might have been embarrassed they would have swarms of supporters cheering them on at the sideline and I think you reminding me Sean this morning of the brilliant human nature, the support that we have for one another when we see people struggling and those children, those young adults cheering people on and being the support network. It's just such a wonderful thing to be reminded of. So thank you so much for that. Oops. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I was on mic. I was. I did not on mic. I apologize. So thank you so much, <laughs> Lucian. I said all kinds of wonderful things you're not going to hear now. So I apologize for that. But um, yeah, thank you so much for being here again, and I appreciate your share. Dora Marie, let's go, and then we'll go to Mariana if there's time. All right. Awesome. Um, your story really reminded me of when I was in high school. I used to try out for all the teams every single year. And the coach never made me feel, because I never made any of the teams except for track, which I couldn't do anyway because it was away teams. But they made me feel like I belonged for those three weeks that the teams were trying out. And I was really fast. I just wasn't any good. Like, people could just get dunk points on me. So I, I never really made it on the team. But I always showed up with heart, which is what the coaches appreciated. And it kind of raised the bar every single time I got there. It was just like, well, if she's going to make it because she is here, she's really ready to play. It kind of got the team to that level where the coach wanted to see the team on the heart level of playing and trying out for the team. So showing up, sometimes it's not about making it on the team or getting the prize. Sometimes it's showing up to show consistency and helping elevate the team. So that's what I wanted to share today because sometimes, you know what, it's not even about the the trophy at the end. It's about the journey as well. So I just wanted to just commend you. It was a very powerful session um, that this morning. Thank you. Thank you, Dora Marie. I can't wait to see you this weekend. Thank you so much. Mariana, what do you got? Thank you, Dr. Sean. Good morning. Oh my God. Um, your story was really amazing and it really touched me. Um, I was thinking about many stories in my life that I want to share is I used to um, work with a kid that had several pulses and he always wanted to um, to participate in an indoor triathlon. And as you were sharing the story about your daughter, I was just imagining her going through the finish line the same way Kyle did, you know, with smiling and, and thinking inside, I can do this no matter what, no matter what is going on with me. Because what you say, you know, uh, it's not the way we look at things, but it's just when we look at things the way, um, the way we truly see it, not the way other people see it. You know, like probably people are thinking, um, oh, she can't do it because she has a condition. But in her mind, she was doing it because she's a champion, because she is more than what people think of her. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.